0: began as just another writing assignment, a routine series of articles for a widely read California newspaper. That's what I was expecting. But I couldn't have been more wrong. The story I was about to investigate would never make the front pages. The ink had dried on that story back in 1973. Now the story was merely a controversy. But ultimately, a controversy over life and death. I started by reviewing the 1973 U.S. Supreme Court's decision of Roe v. Wade, which simply stated that a woman has a protected constitutional right to have an abortion. Two out of the nine justices voted against the ruling. They felt the court was inventing a new constitutional right for pregnant mothers. In doing this, many feel the court went way beyond its constitutional powers to dictate abortion laws to the states. Since that decision, clinics and doctors such as these have flourished. Dr. Edward Allred is the medical director here. He operates 13 similar facilities throughout the state and oversees thousands of pregnancy terminations a month. Can you tell me what happens in an abortion?
1: In the, in the first trimester, almost all abortions in uh, the United States are terminated by suction curatage, which is basically a method where the cervix is dilated and a small plastic cannula or tube is placed inside the uterus and the contents are evacuated by means of the principles of a vacuum cleaner, if you will. The other commonly used method of abortion is called saline amniocentesis, and that's used in very late pregnancies, up to 24 weeks. That's by installation of a hypertonic salt solution into the uterine cavity and then inducing the patient to go into premature labor uh, and expelling the product of conception. Uh, usually in 24 to 48 hours. I really believe that this is essential as a matter of population control, as a matter of uh, suppressing poverty, crime, all the other kinds of human problems that we have in our society, that it's essential that we have this.
0: Sometimes, before a pregnant woman decides upon abortion, she seeks advice. (laughs) Evie Schaffner is a marriage, family, and child counselor. Along with five other women, she began a Center for Feminist Therapy. I would
2: wonder how some of these men would have felt if they had gotten pregnant, say, in the middle of their school career and had no option but to have a child. I suspect they might feel a little differently about it.
0: Have you had an abortion?
2: Yes, I've had several. I don't know what it would have been like if I had not been able to make that choice to have an abortion. I would have had three children now and probably been on welfare.
0: Are you married? No, I'm not. Another feminine voice in the abortion controversy was that of Tina McCraw. She's the director of administration for five birth control institutes. 58% of their funding comes from a contract with the California State Department of Health Services. Tell me the span of ages of the women you see. For pregnancy,
2: we have seen uh, as young as 12 years of age and as old as 54 years of age.
0: How about the number of minors?
2: About 33% would be under the age of 18. Probably 90% of those would not have told their parents.
0: How many would choose an abortion to terminate a pregnancy?
2: Approximately 70 to 75% would choose abortion. What about the rights of the unborn? Uh, Nowhere in the Constitution uh, is it designated that the unborn has
0: any rights. Uh, Do you feel it's right to leave this kind of a decision up to our legislators?
2: I don't know if I said what is legal is necessarily what is right. However, what is legal is legal. They have a right to choose
0: or a right not to choose. Except that. What about the taxpayers that are not for abortion and their money is going to support abortion?
2: And then again, what about those taxpayers who are against war and paying taxes for the Defense Department? Here again, there are things that are inevitable. Paying taxes is one of them.
0: I later talked with two of Tina's counselors who themselves had had abortions. Joy's came only nine months ago. Dana's a few years back. And what about you, Joy? Where did you go? I looked for a place in the newspaper. I found a place called Planned Parenthood. What kind of counsel did you have before you had your abortion? I didn't have any counseling at all. How did it affect your life afterwards? Um, I went through a lot of emotional changes.
3: It was very difficult. Um, I had to make a decision before that it was the best thing for me at that time in my life, and that helped afterwards. Do you have any regrets? I'm sure there are regrets, Um, but at this time in my life, and I'm 24, I know that that it would have ruined my life and several others.
0: Was your abortion a traumatic experience for you? Mm, Very
3: much so. I was awake during the abortion. I think that made a lot of difference. It affected me for a long time afterwards.
0: Casa Teresa is a home for single mothers between the ages of 18 and 25. It offers another alternative. What went through your mind when you found out you were pregnant? All kinds of things. I was happy, sad,
4: scared. What about adoption?
3: Yeah, I've considered it. I don't think I could do it.
4: I was scared. I was really scared. I wasn't happy because I'm only 18.
0: Why did you decide not to have an abortion?
4: Because I thought, I've got to at least give it life.
0: What were your thoughts when you found out you were pregnant? I tried not to think about it. I am scared. Did you consider abortion? No. Have you ever had an abortion? Uh, yes. How did you feel after your abortion? Um, depressed, really depressed. How do you feel about the fact that the father of your child just walked away, and you're the one that has to bear the consequences? I think that's rotten. They
2: had as much fun as you did making that baby. If they're not going to take responsibility after the baby's born, then they should take responsibility before it's born.
4: Everybody thinks it's more or less a game, you know? If I had to do all over again, I think I would have probably waited.
0: (laughs) Tell me, Kathy, what's helped you the most in getting through this last nine months?
4: I honestly feel that it was God. If there wasn't a God out there, I would have never made it.
0: I was sure some of the loudest voices would be heard in Washington, D.C. So I talked to Congressman William Dannemeyer from Fullerton, California. How do you feel about the fact that seven out of the nine U.S. Supreme Court justices felt that abortion was a woman's constitutional right?
1: Being a justice of the Supreme Court doesn't automatically mean that you're infallible. Uh, For instance, in the last century, we had an equally erudite group of justices who uh, labored forth and brought a decision which said that black people are not human beings. The Dred Scott, it took a civil war to reverse that.
0: Dr. Bernard Nathanson was an original founder of the National Association for the Repeal of Abortion Laws. He fought for abortion on demand. He also operated one of the largest abortion clinics in the world. But since then, He's had a change of mind, and he tells about it in his book, Aborting America.
5: I began to change my mind after I had run uh, the world's largest abortion clinic in New York City for a period of two years. We ran it from 8 in the morning until midnight every day, seven days a week, uh, 365 days a year. We did 120 abortions a day, and uh, we compiled a total of 60,000 abortions in the 19 months that I ran it. That's interesting. We had a staff of 35 physicians. Some of them did very well economically, uh, clearing several hundred thousand dollars a year each. The basis for my opposition springs entirely from a secular, humanist, non-religious point of view. uh, That this uh, organism in the uterus is a human being. It is an ongoing life.
0: Well, do you feel abortion is ever justified?
5: Yes where the mother's life is immediately threatened by the continuation of the pregnancy.
0: But what about a woman's right to her own body?
5: We don't have any absolute rights in this world. All of our rights are subject to certain dilution. For example, uh, a woman cannot uh, commit suicide. She cannot inject narcotic drugs into her body. Uh, She cannot sell her body. Uh, Therefore, in that sense, no one has total control over their own body.
0: Every year, since 1973, on January 22nd, the pro-life movement comes to Washington, D.C., to protest the Supreme Court's decision and to petition Congress for a constitutional amendment.
6: I'm not into religion. I'm not a follower of any religion. I'm out here because I think this is the most extreme example of human rights and civil rights violations in the country today. I used to always be for abortion. I thought abortion was supposed to be one of the great things that ever happened on this planet. I'm in the middle of the liberal community and proud to be from there. You're going to be for women's rights. You have to be for abortion. I'm for women's rights all the way, and we we're going to use abortion to take care of population problems and child abuse. It's supposed to be great. Well, about a year ago, I went down to the library, started thumbing through embryology books, and I didn't find that blob of tissue, that pregnancy tissue that we had kept talking about. I found a developing human being when it hit me like a ton of bricks. On oh, nuts, we're killing babies.
0: Why are you carrying this sign that says "Stop the Holocaust"?
6: What's taking place right
2: now
0: is, effectively the same thing which happened to Nazi Germany, millions of being slaughtered innocently.
6: It's unlawful to destroy that egg of the bald eagle, but it's okay to destroy babies. I'm marching
4: here today because my mother didn't abort me. Kids are beautiful. If they had abortion when I was born, I wouldn't
0: be here right now. But what about the woman who doesn't want the child? They should put it up for adoption, not abortion. I tracked down Congressman Henry Hyde, the author of the amendment to curtail federal funding of abortions. And I asked him why the pro-lifers keep comparing the Supreme Court's decision of 1973 to the Dred Scott decision of 1855.
5: In the Dred Scott decision, the court found that a slave was chattel, at least it had some value. In the Supreme Court's decision of January 22, 1973, uh, an unborn child doesn't have the value of even a blade of grass, where the law can protect a blade of grass from trespassing, An unborn child, under that decision, has no rights whatsoever and is utterly without value. Excuse me, is this this
0: Dr. Wilkie? I'm Ann Summers, I'm from the Daily Press. I'm doing a series of articles and I'd really appreciate your time. When not traveling and lecturing, Dr. Wilkie has a medical practice in Ohio. He and his wife Barbara, a registered nurse, co-authored The Handbook on Abortion, which seems to be the bible of the pro-life movement. They shared an interview with me in the corner of an empty banquet room at their hotel. What about the woman who doesn't want the child that
3: she's carrying? Isn't that child going to be later on neglected or even abused? How you feel here, two months pregnant, is not predictable of how you'll feel the day the baby is in your arms.
6: Ninety percent of battered children were planned pregnancies. Furthermore, since abortion is legal in this nation, child abuse has gone up five hundred percent.
3: But doesn't a woman have a right to her own body? First of all, from a scientific point of view, it's not her own body. This is a totally separate, unique little individual. In fact, the little one in her womb is foreign tissue to the mother's body.
6: Now, we have some pictures here, Anne. but, you know, here's where it's at. You have to look at reality.
3: This is a little girl that was born 21 weeks into the 40-week pregnancy. She weighed just one pound three weeks after birth when this picture was taken. That's the nurse's wedding ring on her forearm to give you an idea of how tiny that little premature baby was.
6: Here's another picture of famous Life magazine cover, almost the same age. Now, the Supreme Court says you can kill this little boy. You don't have to give a single reason any licensed physician in any of the 50 states.
3: They can bail out and be born, say, the night before their scheduled execution the next day, then you cannot kill them if they are born. But if they live in the womb, that's the free fire zone in this nation today.
6: What difference does birth make? Really, the big change is a change in charm. For now, you can see the baby. And who would want to kill a baby you can see? Let's go down a little younger. Here's 16 weeks. Does that look like a baby? Let's drop two more weeks. Here's one at...
3: 14 weeks. Should he be protected? And this is the little one, 11 weeks old, just a third of the way through the pregnancy.
6: You notice he's sucking his thumb. The baby begins to breathe, swallow, digest, urinate, have tiny little liquid bowel movements. Now the baby sleeps, but will wake up if there's a loud noise in the room or the mother bounces down the stairs. And why do you think that a new mother is more successful in cuddling a fretful child? More successful than grandma, who's certainly a better and more experienced babysitter? The baby has been hearing the mother's voice for six long months inside of her, and the baby recognizes the mother's voice. And that's why she's calmed more. At this age, a baby feels pain, can be taught things, And we even have dream patterns on the brain waves when we do them inside the womb. These babies are killed by abortion.
3: This little pair of feet are from a 10-week developing baby. They're as completely formed as yours or mine because it's by 10 weeks that the tiny little body is totally formed, even down to fingerprints. This is an award-winning photo of a tiny little baby just six weeks after conception. You can already see the eyes and the little hands and feet. Now, if you tickle the little developing nose, he could already pull his head away.
6: This is when brain waves are first recordable.
3: 18 days, the tiny little heart is already pumping blood through that tiny little body, a type probably differing from that of the mother. By 10 days, this new individual with a remarkable display of hormonal power stops his mother's menstrual periods and is in complete charge of the pregnancy from there on in.
6: When the sperm and the ovum complete their joining, fertilization, conception, we have a single cell. Each of us once was that single cell. And contained within the single cell, and that you once were, was contained the totality of everything you are as you sit here. The color of your hair, the size of your shoes, the fact that perhaps when you're 50 you'll get diabetes, All of this was in that single cell. For the scientific fact is this. Nothing has been added to the single cell who you once were. Nothing but food and oxygen. All you've done since then is grown up. This is what's left after the typical so-called safe legal suction abortion. Here we have about a two and a half month baby. That suction has just torn the body of that little baby to pieces. Here is a late abortion, almost four and a half months, a poisonous salt solution injected into the baby's bag of waters. Takes several hours to kill the little kid, and then the mother goes into labor to deliver a dead baby. And here is one day's production at a Canadian teaching hospital showing you a number of these dead babies who had reached ages of 18 to 24 weeks within their mother before they were killed.
0: People have differing opinions as to what exactly is aborted. What's your opinion?
1: It's philosophical as much as anything. Uh, I don't really choose to uh, get into that aspect of it.
0: So what people are differing about is when the fetus becomes a human being. Is that right?
1: Uh, again, I don't consider myself an expert on what other people's points of view are on this, but I believe that the right of the potential mother to direct her own life uh, supersede any other rights and maybe be present, and certainly the Supreme Court has concurred with that. Uh, first implants itself into the wall of the uterus about
5: nine days following conception it is at that time that we are able to pick up the earliest chemical signals from that fetus indicating that it is there and that it is one of us now
2: i don't think that that's an issue abortion is a legal option and i think that's the issue
6: you know it's very interesting to me that if a mother is going to abort a child she refers to it as her fetus.
3: Well, I was aborting a fetus. It was something that I had to do, and I really didn't get into the details at that time.
6: But if she is going to keep it, she calls it my baby.
2: I'm going to bring my baby up as best I can.
0: I plan on keeping my baby.
6: You see, abortion has the power to cheapen human life.
0: Did you feel you had taken a human life? Uh Uh-huh, that's what I did. Okay, Doctor. A lot of people feel that abortion is a moral issue now uh are there any moral absolutes or ethical principles upon which you base your opinion
1: i'm really not much of a philosopher i uh i don't uh i try not to i try not to delve into things like that too much
2: we try not to make any moral decision or bring ethics into it at all
0: isn't abortion really a religious issue
5: no abortion transcends religion, or any other narrow interests such as medicine. It is an issue of major public policy in this country, and it is going to have to be resolved uh, by the men and women of this country.
0: I knew to get to the honest core of how I felt. I had to digest the moral side and confront the physical. I had to witness an actual abortion.
5: I'd like
3: you to take some slow, deep breaths. You're going to have a nice, pleasant sleep.
1: on the cervix here and bring it down into view so that we can begin the process of dilating the cervix.
0: Oh my lord she screamed and she's unconscious. Well the doctor told me it was a little unusual.
1: Continuing to dilate the cervix.
0: I watched as the doctor began using dilators of increasing size.
1: The about uh, 12 weeks. When the vacuum is on the inside of the uterus now, it usually takes uh, one to two minutes.
0: Now the suction procedure began. Fluids pass easily through the tube, but once the fetus is reached, the hose catches momentarily until the denser pieces are passed through the line.
1: basically all I'm to do.
0: Then it's over. The doctor working with quick professionalism because of the waiting list. After contacting over 35 abortion clinics, I was finally granted permission to observe a saline abortion at a West Coast teaching hospital.
1: And that's used in very late pregnancies, up to 24 weeks. That's by installation of a hypertonic salt solution into the uterine cavity and then inducing the patient to go into premature labor and expelling the product of conception, uh, usually in 24 to 48 hours.
0: Three hours following this patient's injection, mild labor began that ultimately lasted for two days. It was then that she delivered an 18-week-old dead baby. If the baby is born alive, it's considered a complication. Nurses indicate that no steps are taken to aid survival. Peggy Kilpatrick was employed at a pathology lab that facilitated abortion clinics. Her job followed the abortions,
4: picking up the POCs. Now POC is a product of conception, and it's sort of a name that they've tagged onto it so it gets it out of reality and into a thing rather than a human being, an embryo, or a fetus. When the POCs were brought into the lab, what happened to them? The embryo was taken and put into a block of wax, and then it would be sliced, and they would make a slide. The first one I ever saw, I picked it up, and it was a baby's hand. It was very tiny, but just a tiny, tiny hand. And I thought I was going to throw up. You know, they check each slide to make sure that there is fetal material, that there there has to be parts, hands and feet and intestines and things like this. So that way a doctor would not be accused of doing an abortion on a woman who was not pregnant. The remains is then placed back in the container and will be stored in a warehouse, and finally at the end of six months are taken out and burned. Was there much evidence of abortions done on non-pregnant women? Frequently. um, Some of the labs would come in with as high as 20% were not pregnant. At one time, I was in the back lab. I was filling some formula bottles, and the pathologist was working with quite a few different specimens. And he opened this one container, and he says, oh, my God, I hate to work with them when they're like this. And he held up a baby <laughs> about like that. Uh, like he had it by the, by the back of the neck. And it was just sort of hanging there. And uh, he said, uh, I don't know why they keep sending me these. And he dropped it back in the container and put the lid back on it. And they do this frequently. We were getting a lot of them that were too large. And it was much too dangerous on the mother. I often think if that mother had been there that day when they held her baby up i think that she would have been very upset i I don't think that people realize that they do this i mean this this was a child and her baby that was held up in the lab like it was a piece of garbage
6: abortion is dangerous to her health it's dangerous to her life It is particularly dangerous if she is given the abortion on her first pregnancy.
1: It has its problems like any other type of surgery does, but it is far safer than the only alternative, and the only alternative is childbirth.
6: She has twice the chance of miscarriages in life ahead, as if she hadn't aborted. In her first three months...
4: This woman's body is already to produce a child, and suddenly it's just jerked from her.
6: She has ten times the chance of losing her baby in the middle three months.
2: Abortion is not dangerous when done by a qualified and capable physician.
6: She has twice the chance of a baby being born dead.
4: Frequently, they leave behind pieces which can result in peritonitis, which is a general infection of the entire body. They suction them out again, hoping to clean them out and hoping that they won't bleed to death in the process.
6: The chance for having a tubal pregnancy is four to eight hundred percent increased. The chance for trouble in labor is increased. Her chance for a premature baby is three times as great as if she hadn't been aborted. And it goes on, and it goes on.
4: And I have seen ambulances coming to the clinics to pick up young women, some of them who are 14 and 15 and 16 years old, and take them to a hospital where hopefully they can stop their bleeding, control their infection, and get them back on their feet again, where someone again can tell them that abortion is nothing.
6: Roughly five to ten percent of women Who abort their first babies will never again bear a child and how would you like to bear that as a memory in life i killed the only baby i ever bore
0: i had set out with an open mind really believing in freedom of choice but i now believe a woman's choice goes beyond abortion beyond birth control We're responsible for choosing the circumstances in which a child may be conceived. I now ask myself, did the US Supreme Court settle the abortion issue for all time? Or did they open the door for the real thinking to begin?